0: I mean, we're definitely not sevens. We're solid sixes. (laughs) Foreplay. It's foreplay. Not what you're thinking, guys. Get your head out of the gutter. F-O-U-R-P-L-A-Y. It's a double dating app. What could be better than going on a date with your best friend and a significant other and a potential other significant other. I mean, I I can't think of a better scenario. Worst case, you have a flame row session after. Exactly. Guys, download Foreplay and join the waitlist if it's not live in your city. If you are in New York or London, which we've gotten a lot of unsolicited advice from, so I know a lot of you are from there. If you are from there, Foreplay is live. If you are not, join the waitlist. The link is in our episode description. All right, guys, we're back in the studio. Quick update. If you had an embarrassing update, it's so (laughs) embarrassing. If you had checked in with Caitlin and I a mere (laughs) 24 hours ago, I would say we were gallivanting around San Francisco, telling everyone we encountered that we have an apartment. We signed the lease. This is our apartment. We actually walked by the place with a group of friends who Mm we just met that night and said, guys, look, this is our new apartment. We're moving in. No, we pointed out an apartment and said, that's our place. And then like that's home. Yeah. Yeah. Fast forward. We were picking out furniture. We were like, you (laughs) know, placing our stuff around in the rooms of the photos that we had and our landlord ghosted us. You can't make this up, guys. We all submitted our applications, credit reports, background checks. We've done everything. We're literally in the final stages. Oh, we thought we had this in the bag. Like we basically saw it first before it was on the market. He pretty much guaranteed it to us. And we went on our merry way thinking we had it. We skipped out of the place, like literally skipped out. And then Natalie actually texted this man. Hi, future landlord. It's us. (laughs) Just wanted to see when we might like, you know, get back on the paperwork and like sign the lease. I warned her. That's bad juju. Okay, he did respond to that message. Please don't make me seem like a psycho. He did respond to that message, but then shortly after I did receive a hard ghosting. It's a humbling experience. I actually haven't been ghosted in a while. Like I would say in a month or so, and that that was great. That was nice. I needed that. No, it hurts because it's it's the pain of ghosting and the pain of being homeless. <laughs> Like, we now have to start searching again and shamefully tail between our legs, go back to the, I don't know, 50 people that we told this weekend that we're moving to like XYZ Street and say, never mind. We don't find the apartment literally directly above the one that was going to be ours. It's going to be embarrassing. Has to be same street. I have a one and done hinge cringe for this week. It's the most savage thing I think I've ever seen. Thank you for the person who submitted this. Basically, this guy cheated on his girlfriend and she created a dating profile for him on Bumble and Tinder. No. With 10 photos of him in his secret life dressed in drag. (gasps) Oh. And the profile, like, the name is, like, you know, his name, age 27, description, cheating fuck boy, found out my boyfriend was cheating. So I thought the best thing to do was share his little dress up secret on Tinder where he was messaging other women. If you recognize him or just want to tell him how pretty he is, his Instagram is at whatever. This is the most. I'm scared that we even have people like that following our Instagram. account. (laughs) I don't want to wrong this person with a stick. Oh my God. That is savage. I don't know where the creative energy for that comes from. I know. And it's like genuine, like seven pictures of him dressed in drag as like a bunny, like all these things. And then this girl ended the message off by saying, yeah, he definitely cheated on the wrong savage queen. <laughs> oh, Mike. I don't even know if that counts as a hinge cringe, but like it was a profile. So I that's, guess that falls under it. Whole, but That's a whole new segment of like right. savage queen energy. I don't even know. Literally. S-Q-E. Wow. Because we're only doing a singular hinge cringe, we're going to swiftly transition into unsolicited advice where we ask our listeners, our loyal, lovely, amazing listeners, to ask us questions so that we can give them advice that they don't need. Correct. Um, Natalie, would you like to start? I would love to start. Yes or no. Is it creepy asking a girl out at the gym? Okay, what do you think? I was going to say it depends on what she's wearing. Interesting. And let me explain myself. If you go to the gym in a ratty t-shirt, no makeup, like wanting to just get your workout in, do not ask her out. Or if sorry, if you see a girl dressed like that, do not ask her out. If you see a girl in a matching set, she wanted to be seen. <laughs> so you may ask her out. Yes. Oh, okay, interesting. I didn't realize there was sort of a dress code rule that applied to this. That I wasn't even thinking of that angle. I think that's super well, high. I feel like there's two places where there's the most sexual tension in the world. Gyms and airplanes. Yes. And if someone were to actually act on those instincts, that would be amazing. I'd be super into that. Yes. So is my type a gym rat? Probably not. No. But go for it, boss. I'll probably say yes out of fear. So I went to Cal Poly and like the gym was the epicenter. Like everyone yes. went to the gym. Like the heart every- Yes, all the sorority and frat girls and guys were were always in the same section of the gym. Like in that scenario, yes, it's okay if you're in like kind of a creepy 10 p.m. workout with three people in the gym and a girl who's kind of just trying to like get her sweat on in the middle of the week. I would say no, don't don't ask. Okay, I'm in line with that. But also, if you like her and her t-shirt, like that's kind of cute, Caitlin, you asshole. I guess. <laughs> all right, here's a quick and dirty one. Um, this is actually a male who submitted this. Best birth control options. <laughs> I'll give it to you straight flip-flops, men in flip-flops. Okay. <laughs> yeah, There's nothing. One, you're not going to get any action if you are in a pair of flip-flops. And I can guarantee you that. Would you agree? percent. hundred percent. This one, I was brought a lot of pause. Like, why is this man asking best birth control options? Is this for his girlfriend? Is this for himself? Is he kind of pulling a feminist energy of like male birth control? Let's do it or what? I have no idea. I mean, like, yeah, what's this, going on? This question did bring me pause. Okay. This one's from a guy. Are long distance relationships worth it? If so, how do you make them work? Um, I myself was in a long distance relationship for a couple of years. Personally, it ended up not working out, but I think it totally depends on the person, the personalities. Like I know people who actually prefer to be in long distance relationships, which I don't which trust those people at all. I don't trust them at all. Yeah, I, I kind of don't trust those people, but also what's long distance. Mine was like East coast to West coast is this like la to sf sure i personally am very anti-long distance i think until you're in the same city like a relationship isn't a relationship if you're not physically together my love language is physical touch and i like just constantly need to be with that person and there's no value in that to me we're too young to give up the potential for the other fish in the sea in the city that we're in to be with someone that's that's my life stage right now young 20s I'm I'm nearing I'm nearing mid 20s, let's just be honest. I don't <laughs> know why I keep saying that. I'm 20. I'm I'm 3 <laughs> weeks I'm 3 weeks away from 24. No, I completely agree. I think if it's a temporary thing and you know there's an end date in sight, that is very different. I'll take this one as kind of a um, you know, as as corporate Natalie, I guess I'll I'll put that hat on for this answer. Talking about your job in the early period of dating, should you avoid it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What the fuck else are you gonna talk about on a date? How how are you gonna avoid your what you spend nine to five Monday through <laughs> Friday doing? That's <laughs> what what? Like, oh, I'm just gonna dodge like the fact that this is what I give the majority of my time to. I think that's the second question that you ever ask someone, literally after their name. Do you seriously have that many passions outside of work? <laughs> yeah, <literally. laughs> it's either that or like drinking white claws on the weekends with my friends. <laughs> like Exactly. My coworker is a narcissist who overshares constantly. How do I make her stop? Well, here's how I deal with Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I don't know. I have a problem with getting cornered. Uh, mm-hmm. this question reminded me of this. You know when you're at a party with someone And they're probably a little too drunk and they corner you and just start talking about their life for 45 straight minutes. That's the worst type of person. That's actually a, that's a breed of individual. Yes. We're going to launch into a deep talk right now, whether you like it or not. Yes. We can make a whole other episode about this, a definition of the cornerer or something. The corner. But (laughs) honestly, I think you're just trapped. It's actually, it's tough because like, if you report to someone who. Is a total narcissist. Like you just have to stroke their ego, and you have. Oh to be yeah. Like, oh my god! Tell me about that. I want to know more. Like the world is your oyster. But if this is like a peer to you, bye. Move on. Push them down and use their body as a stepping stone to your next corporate And also, I'm assuming you're on Zoom. Uh, mute that. We're breaking up. I leave meeting. Bye. Simple as that. This one was kind of, um just honestly, eye opening for Caitlin and I as to the demographic of our listeners. <laughs> When do I tell Bumble Dates I'm divorced? I wish I could answer this question because I haven't been in the dating world of, you know, people maybe in their thirties, maybe you're divorced actually in your twenties. I don't know. But I think that's kind of a big thing. I don't Mm -hmm. know, but I've also met people who like got married very young. It just wasn't right. And they, you know, they're divorced and it's basically like a bad breakup of someone you've been with for a very long time. Right. I don't know. Is that baggage? Do you think that's baggage? A divorce or just a long breakup? Divorce. Um, I mean, again, hard to say as as we're so young, like don't want to kind of, again, bad juju myself into saying, yeah, that's horrible baggage. And then that's me later down the road. But I don't know. I my biggest fear right now is like, when do I tell a hinge slash whatever date that I have a podcast? I can't imagine the weight on your shoulders of a divorce. But I don't know. I think gauge the person probably not first date. Here's what it depends on is, is your ex like a psychopath who's still somehow in your life? That's huge baggage. But if he's just like, oh, it's just an amicable breakup. Totally, right. no one cares. Right. If you're Ross from Friends and have been divorced thrice, I probably wouldn't bring it up. Kind of. This is a this is a random anecdote. You know when you like get a facial, or you like for me, like I got my lashes done once, and you're with this person for like a very long time, and they sort of are just like talking your ear off. Caitlin and I went to the same girl, and she's talk, 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 talking the whole time. <laughs> And I left that appointment. It was like an hour and a half of getting my lashes done. And this girl's 24. I realized she was divorced. Her ex, she found, that, found out that he was gay. Uh, he was messaging other men in the military. She's now dating someone and living with. they live with her mom. And I could name a, a million other things, but it's yeah. like, <laughs> that was kind of, that's the only anecdote I'm going off of. of I know a 24 year old who uh who was divorced. I guess that's fine. She lived 4,000 lives and you learned about all of them in an hour and a half. I was like, can I just kind of like get this rose mask in peace or yeah. <laughs> do I have to learn about your ex? <laughs> and you have to show interest too, and be like, wait, so then what did you do in the military? Totally. Like I start snoring. She's like, are you still there? Like, yes, I'm, I'm <laughs> literally physically right in front of you. Can you just let me? <laughs> all right. Last question. Kind of a deeper one. How do you feel better after a heartbreak when the dating was only two months? Still sad. I think it is totally fair to feel however you may feel about a relationship, no matter the length. Like, I know a lot of girls and guys who are upset about relationships that weren't even relationships, like a situationship type thing. Also, I I feel like just, I feel like that's, this is just a moment of like a spotlight moment for Kaelin and I, like episode one of this podcast, we probably would have said, loser, get over it. (laughs) Now we're kind of empathetic. This (laughs) (laughs) is. But also just get drunk on the weekends and go out and get over it. Yeah. Wrapping up unsolicited advice, guys, into my personal favorite. How, How about Do, do, do. God, it's ever since the surgery, any form of singing, <laughs> and I won't even call that singing, but <laughs> anything with that amount of strain is, is bad. Guys, I swear uh, I'm actually a good singer. I'm just not trying, okay? No, no, seriously. It normally sounds better. All right, the how about not this week is is a real, real enemy, an enemy, <laughs> a true enemy, and I say this because, you know, we're not in relationships right now. Maybe we've even slipped into this sometimes in a past relationship. I don't know, but when you see this as an outsider, it is the most jarring thing in the world, and we call her the stop the it, stop girl. it, girl. And this actually goes back to Hawaii. We've been meaning to talk about the Stop It Girl for weeks and weeks. We saw a Stop It Girl in our condo. She was in the pool with her boyfriend. I was really confused. Are you ever just so confused about context (laughs) and you desperately want to know and there's nothing you can do but guess? That's so outside of this, but yes. (laughs) They were, in my mind, they were 16. And there's no way they weren't 16. But why were they on vacation together in Hawaii? Regardless, this boy is holding the girl in the pool And she just keeps saying, stop it. Babe, stop it. No, stop it. Anything he did, but like, it wasn't anything bad. He kisses her. Stop it. Playful splash. Stop it. Um, What can he do? What is he allowed to do? (laughs) What's on the list of things that are allowable that don't require you to say stop it? I'm just asking. I'm speechless because of how much I hate this girl, but. We're going to edit out the pause that just occurred, but it was a good minute long. (laughs) (laughs) Like she'll take a guy's hat and be like stop it I'm like what you're the thief you're the thief exactly here's the (laughs) thing Caitlin and I aren't jaded this isn't like a jealousy of of being in a relationship this is simply can you figure it out and just not be annoying I I also do not think the stop it girl is exclusive to relationships the stop it girl can be single oh you're so, and she's out there she's out there. She's roaming. You're right. She's not even confined to a relationship. She's more of a threat single because she's prowling around at these parties, stealing the guys that we could possibly be talking to by being stop it. Oh my God. She's way more of a threat. (laughs) I can't even get my voice that high. She'll beat me out every time. God, please don't be a stop it girl. Okay. We are going to have another hinge review from the amazing Mr. 85. I haven't checked in with him since our podcast. He's probably Mr. 120 at this rate, but we might have to do some rebranding.
1: Okay, I am back again today. We were reviewing Maddie's Hinge Profile. Maddie, super nice to meet you. I cannot wait to view. This is the first time I've seen it, so this is all just like right off the cuff remarks. So it opens with a picture of her by herself, smiling over like a nice cliff. Good picture, great picture. I'll brag to you about my friends if you're over six foot. I mean, it's a little shallow, but I mean, I I guess it's kind of witty. I'm assuming you're probably pretty tall if that's like one of your prompts. Um, So let's see if you put it in the info You did. Not to mention, it's also a sweet action picture of you sailing, 5'9". Now that prompt makes sense. All the info is filled out. A graduation picture of you looking really good. It looks like this is um, at UCLA. I won't shut up about sailing. Makes sense, uh, considering here's a picture of you sailing. Bonus points if you have a boat. I don't. And then, okay, uh, one of those pictures of a girl at a kayak where you can just see the back of her. Great picture. Um, Nothing to hide there. Uh, we're the same type of weird. If you're super afraid of birds, I've seen that one a few times, so I might switch that one up. And then just two more pictures, both of them by herself. One of them doing that like booty pic where she's like kind of like turning around. So, other than that, I mean, I like it, not too bad. I'm gonna give this one like a seven four. Honestly, the pictures just kind of look a little outdated. Like, let's let's update them and like some of them. Like, it's hard to actually see what you look like. So maybe like some more pictures that are like actually showing you. But good good profile, Maddie. Not 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 too shabby.
0: Before we wrap, we want to tee up sort of what we have coming next week. We are super excited that we will be having the founders of Foreplay, this dating app that we've been shouting out ceaselessly on the pod. Mm -hmm. We're interviewing them. They're basically us in our late 20s, I would say. They're so high energy, so fun, best friends. And we're super excited to have them on. So to tee it up, we wanted to talk about a double dating story that one of our listeners submitted. And I'm sure they will have many stories next week as well. So this was a double date gone wrong because obviously they didn't use foreplay. It was basically like a solo match on Hinge, and like each each brought a friend. This is the story. Like most doubles go, within 14 seconds of arriving, my friend and I knew we wouldn't vibe much with these boys. We were at a nice rooftop place, five cocktails, four appetizers, fat paella, and some tequila shots later, it was time to pay the bill. My friend and I throw our cards down, go to the bathroom, but when we come back out, we realized that these poor boys had paid for the bill. We felt bad, so we went next door to one of the guy's houses for another beer after because they felt like they couldn't ditch after these guys paid this huge bill. Okay. And after cracking our beers, my friend informs me that our ride is here. We so awkwardly leave the now broke boys. And when we get in the car, my friend tells me that this guy she's been hooking up with is on his way to her house. I feel bad about the abrupt departure, so I tell my guy he can come over too. He then shows up with the other guy from the double date. The five of us hang out until 4 a.m., wake up to a screenshot of the receipt on our open table account showing that the meal was $350. They got tricked. First of all, you you hype this up to be super negative. I view this as nothing but positive. Or, like the girls, <laughs> like full, like what a win! You get paella and five cocktails. Yeah, no, the girls for sure won. But <laughs> the fact that one of the girls on the double date went to go meet up with her actual guy, and then the two guys came over later. I just don't understand this sort of like group endeavor. I just don't get it at all. Same. But that's what Four plays for you guys, and we're so excited to again talk to the founders next week. I'm sure they'll bring some great stories. All right, as always, we're gonna read a review. This one's from Resri G. This podcast, for- <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's always weird because it's never actually a name. It's like people just <laughs> put a random like assortment of letters. You're it's like, never a name. This one's from Garfunkel. Yeah. Okay, from Resri G. This podcast forced me to pause my ab workout because I started laughing so hard. So while I'm no closer to upgrading myself from a six to a seven, I am thoroughly entertained. Thank you, Resri G. We also are no closer to upgrading to sevens. I haven't done abs in years. If anything, I'm motivated. No, seriously. Thank you, Resri G. Um, If you guys want to be like, <laughs> if you guys want to be like Resri G and get your review read, please like, subscribe, rate five stars and leave a review. We really appreciate it. It keeps us going through the day and it makes us happy. Download Foreplay. Follow us on Instagram at two solid sixes and have a great rest of your week. Enjoy your week. See you next
1: week. Bye.